Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Remember this. It is by faith. It's by faith that we live. We've been spending the last many episodes in Hebrews chapter 11, the great gallery of faith. And we've been doing some cross-referencing here and there, uh, basically ones that I find interesting for the moment in the time. <coughs> we've seen where uh, Jacob, by faith, Israel, his other name, Israel, blessed his sons when Israel was upon his deathbed. And we've gone through uh, parts of the sons, some of them, and in the previous episode, we saw the son, Dan. Remember that? And we actually went to the book of Judges. I think it's the 18th chapter of Judges that describes how Dan uh, took the land that they wound up taking and how they compromised and what they did. What Dan did was Dan was the first that led Israel into idolatry. And that is the reason that some people believe that you see Dan uh, excised from some of the list of the children of Israel. I think there's one over in a revelation that delineates them and his name is not in there. So people say, oh, it's because he did this, did that. I don't know about that, but I do know that Dan did some stuff as a tribe that they should not have done. So what I want to do now is go back to Genesis 49. And we'll begin with uh, verse 16 again about Dan. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. The, the word, the name Dan means to judge, a judge. And what's being said is that Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Why? Well, verse 17 gives a little insight. Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path that bites the horse's heels so that his rider falls back. That what Dan does will be... Uh, uh, the thing by which Israel will be judged. Will Israel put up with what Dan does as far as idolatry, or will they follow? Well, according to what Jacob was seeing, I remember Israel was here upon his deathbed, and he summoned his kids, his sons, and he told them, come together that I may tell you what will befall you in the days to come. So he's seeing this prophetically into the future, and he's seeing that the people will be judged by Dan's action and the people will fall for it. Okay. They will follow what Dan does. Let me read 17 again. Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path that bites the horse's heels so that his rider falls backwards. Verse 18, for your salvation, I wait, O Lord. That's, that's verse 18 of Genesis 49. For your salvation, I wait, O Lord. What is that all about? You know, well, that's a great declarative statement that we wait upon the Lord for the salvation that he's going to bring. For your salvation, I wait. But here, Israel, dying, speaking forth prophetically things that's going to happen, seeing what's going to happen with each one of his sons, and after declaring that Dan is the one that's going to lead them the wrong way, that they will be judged by his actions, and that he's going to be a serpent and a horned snake, and he'll be the one that disturbs the horses and throws the rider off, 
in other words, throws the rider off the, uh, the horse of the Most High God, he says this, For your salvation I wait, O Lord. The Father is seeing into the future, and he's seeing what's going to happen. But you know what? He just says, Lord, I'm waiting upon your salvation. I'm waiting for you to deliver. I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm trusting you to deliver. That right there is really sort of a profound thing when you think about it. Okay? It really is. Now, let's look at the next three verses, which cover uh, three sons. Verse 19. As for Gad, it's another son, raiders shall raid him, or literally a raiding man, but he will raid at their heels. I don't know, but I think there's an interesting story to that. I'll have to check that out later and see. That might be something we chase. I just didn't do it for today. Verse 20. As for Asher, and Asher means like blessing or beautiful, his food, his bread, shall be rich, and he will yield royal dainties. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? <coughs> so the tribe of Asher, he will be blessed with rich food. He'll be blessed with some type of royalty type of thing. Then verse 21, Naphtali is a doe let loose. He gives beautiful words. He gives beautiful words. Uh, that is an interesting thing, a doe let loose, one that is running free, one that is beautiful, one that gives beautiful words. You know, you, you can't help but wonder what were the sons thinking? as the Father is speaking forth these things, and they're all gathered around. Are they thinking, oh, the old man is senile now? Are they thinking the old man is lost and he's about to die? He doesn't know what he's saying. You know, there may have been a part of them that wanted to say that, but more than likely, <clears throat> they knew beyond any doubt. Because when the Spirit of the Lord moves at somebody, upon somebody, and they speak in this way, and they're speaking prophetically, and they're speaking related to things yet to come. There is a sense of awareness and of awe and of reverence and understanding that is not them that is speaking, but it's the word of the Lord. It's the word of the Lord. So as Israel is sitting here speaking to his son, he's showing them what's going to happen within each one of them. Some of it was very encouraging, okay, like Asher's, like Naphtali's. Some of it was a little discouraging, a little scary, like maybe Gad, that raiders are going to be raiding you, but that you'll raid at their heels. In other words, you'll be coming back. Some are absolutely terrifying and had to be just uh, draw such question, such as to Dan and what would happen with him. Now, people will say, well, what does all this have to do with us? <clears throat> well, a couple of things. If nothing else, we can see by the balance of the word of God that that which was prophesied by the Lord through his servant came true, that the Lord speaks in that way. Now, people will say, oh, he only spoke in that way back then. And he doesn't speak that way now. Nothing can be further from the truth. He still speaks the same way now. We would do well to give heed to the Lord, to seek the Lord, to ask his counsel and see what he says, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.